Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Collective Podcast. This is your host, J-Dub. Excited week 16 of the NFL season. We are in the thick of fantasy playoffs. If you're still alive, congrats to you. So I'll talk about players to start and players to avoid in this week. Also touch on players I called out as sleepers and to avoid before the season. How do my calls do? So we'll get to that on the other side. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Don't get you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. Okay, as I said, we're firmly in the playoff hunt heading into week 16. If you're still alive, congratulations. It's very exciting. I got knocked out in my work league and I'm still alive in what I call my home league. So, still excited. Got something to play for. I hope you all do as well. As I mentioned in the preamble, um, calling out the sleeper predictions and go through some of this stuff. Before I jump into that, though, I want to look at the MVP race. We talked about this last week. Brock Purdy is now back as a favorite. He leads the NFL in touchdown passes and a bunch of other categories. Although, interestingly enough, he came out campaigning for Christian McCaffrey, saying CMC deserves to be the MVP. So maybe that dilutes his votes. I don't know. But he is the primary cog the quarterback he's going to have a bunch of 49er records after this year if he keeps it up he's going to be one of, of only five quarterbacks ever to average efficiency he's had with his touchdown to interception ratio all four other guys previously um were mvps who knows <laughs> anything's possible here's what i'll say the number one number two ranked guys in las vegas odds which are purdy and lamar jackson were one and two mccaffrey by the way is number three in those current odds four is Dak and five is Josh Allen, but one and two play against each other on Christmas day on Christmas night. So it's Lamar Jackson's Ravens play the Brock Purdy 49ers. I, I think that performance on national TV with most voters watching likely would go a long way to deciding who wins the 23 NFL MVP award. I just caught a hunch, but I think Purdy's the favorite. If the Niners finish out, beat the Ravens and the, the one seed, and he continues to play well, I think we're going to have an incredible story in our hands from almost undrafted, but Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft, to one year later MVP. That's insane. Okay, revisiting my preseason sleeper calls. I've got a link to this. I'll put it in the show notes. and also be on fscollective.com. You can go look at a uh, link to the original article from late August, early September before the season kicked off. Here are my misses. I'll just go straight to it. Quarterback Deshaun Watson, running back Khalil Herbert, wide receivers Sky Moore and Garrett Wilson, and tight end Tyler Higbee. Watson and Moore specifically just have failed to materialize. I, I don't know what's up with Watson. I still think he was so great for several years in Houston, and he's still young enough that I can't imagine that that's completely gone, but something's in his head. I think this whole ordeal he had on the criminal side, on the uh, civil side, payments he had to make, and just like general, his reputation's probably taken a huge hit, and he's mentally struggling with that because the Browns have offensive talent, so he should be there. In Sky Moore's case, it looks like he's just a mediocre receiver. Should have been probably more like a sixth or seventh round pick because if you can't make stuff happen with Patrick Mahomes when you have all the opportunity in the world because there's nothing around you keep holding you down, then you're just not you're not good. And in Garrett Wilson's case, I just feel bad for him. He looked amazing in preseason, looked great last year. He's looked good at times this season. 
He just doesn't have anyone to get him the ball. Zach Wilson is mediocre at best. He's actually just bad. They've been playing some other guys. They just can't get him the ball. It's sad. As it was, he's been somewhat productive. Generally, this is a miss. And then Tyler Higby, has been okay. I think he's the 14th uh, fantasy tight end. So he's been worth having on your roster and playing here or there. But it is what it is. Uh, I, I forget, failed to, to mention or say anything about Khalil Herbert. He's looked okay when he's been healthy, but he missed a bunch of games in the middle. There's a bunch of competition in there, and the Bears have just underwhelmed. So I missed on those. On hits, though, Brock Purdy, he was my number. Th- he was my quarterback or one of the quarterbacks I had. I missed on him. Or sorry, I hit on him big time. He's the third overall fantasy quarterback, someone you could have gotten in kind of the, the mid-20s in terms of quarterbacks. It's, it's how far he was going in fantasy leagues. So obviously hit there. Two running backs. I had Isaiah Pacheco and David Montgomery. Montgomery's the seventh best fantasy points per game this season. So hit big time there. And Pacheco, who was in the mid-20s where you had to draft him. So think like third, fourth round fantasy pick. He's the 16th fantasy running back. So really good, really solid return on investment there. And then wide receiver, Adam Thielen. He's the 21st overall fantasy receiver. And he was going very late. I think in some a lot of leagues, he was a free agent pickup in kind of week one, week two. Those are the hits and, and the misses. It's just, it's cool to do this and look back. You put a flag in the ground. How did it turn out? So anyhow, on to this week. This is the last part of the pod. Who should you start and who should you avoid? I'll start with the avoid first because I think they're a little bit more fun and maybe they're less controversial. I don't know. You'll hear as I go through this. So first, uh, I'll start at I'm giving one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, one tight end, and one kicker for both of these sections. Okay, quarterback, Russell Wilson. You're likely not starting him anyways, but this could be a game where the Patriots hold the Broncos to less than 10 points, maybe no offensive touchdowns, and the Broncos still may win. So Regardless, I just don't expect Wilson to have a strong week. So if you have another option, go that direction. Running back, Jonathan Taylor, or Zach Moss if he plays and Taylor doesn't. But everybody is hyping Jonathan Taylor this week. Everyone just assumes Taylor's this superstar and like you insert him in the lineup, he's going to be great. And for some reason, Atlanta's run defense has not been bad, but everyone's just assuming this week the Falcons are going to be a sieve to the, the Colts round, run game, which has not been solid for a handful of weeks now. I, I just don't see it happening. I think the Falcons are playing for their playoff lives at home and their defense in general has been stingy all season long, particularly at home. So I probably still start Taylor if I have him and he's definitely good to go and he's practiced in full both Tuesday and Wednesday. So it looks like he will, but I'd avoid him if I had a strong alternative. Receiver, Debo Samuel. So look, awesome player, no doubt, but the Ravens will game plan to stop the bubble screens and quick ends that Samuel has feasted on the past month. There's a there's one particular play in particular. It's a kind of bubble screen where he cuts in and up. He scored twice on that play two weeks ago. They were running it quite a bit versus Arizona. It's a good play, but I just I, they're having so much success with it. I can't imagine the Ravens don't take it out. And then furthermore, I, I think this is an Ayuk and or Kittle game. And my prediction is this is a tight, kind of more lower scoring game. And I just don't think Samuel is going to return the expected value. He'd still be in my starting lineup, but look, he's due for a dud. Tight end to avoid TJ Hawkinson. This is just pure hunch. If you've got him, you're starting him. But Hawkinson could get revenge and explode against his old team. Remember, he's playing the the Lions or the Lions could game plan to stop him. And my prediction, and you'll hear this on the who to start, 
is the offense will run through Jefferson this week and Hawkinson will be a decoy. Maybe he gets a play. This could be a high scoring game in, in, such, in such case, then maybe I'm off on this, but I just worry about him this week. And I could predict some other guys, but I feel like I got to go with, with kind of more primary players here. A kicker, maybe I copped out here, but I've got Cameron Dicker. I love what the Chargers are doing with uh, don't be a dick, vote for Dicker. And with a bunch of social media stuff, they're trying to have fun in a lost season. But look, this should go without saying. Avoid all San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers. This week in particular, the Bills are on a mission. They won't give the Chargers many opportunities. And I think they're going to score quite a few touchdowns. And so the Chargers may avoid even kicking field goals to go for it on fourth downs to keep up with the Bills. So that's my hunch. That's my call. Players to start. Okay, first one, quarterback, Justin Fields. He's playing against Arizona. Fields could run up big numbers as he plays for his 2024 job. But I think he's gonna he's gonna run quite a bit. I think he's gonna get some good looks in the field. I think, and I think this is gonna be a wide open kind of high scoring game. One of the keys though will be Kyler Murray playing on the other side. And Kyler Murray is actually another guy I think if he's playing and he can unlock himself, he could be another sleeper option as well. But I think that's key. This game has to be one where it's competitive. There's something about fields and competitive games. He just puts up better numbers. If it's a blowout, I don't know, maybe it's just a focus thing. But anyhow, I got fields as a starter. If you have a better option and you only have one quarterback in your league, go with that. But I think fields is a guy, especially your number two quarterback, who I think could have a big week. Next, running back Rashard White. You're starting White no matter what, but this game in particular versus Jacksonville, who's been abysmal stopping the run of late, and White just being multidimensional both in the pass and run game, I like him. So I'd start him and take it to the bank. Wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Remember Jay Jets? He's still arguably the best receiver in the NFL. He's fully healthy. He's been getting the targets. He's had 10 and 8, I think, the last two weeks since he's been back. He is He's due for a huge game, and this is against a terrible pass defense in Detroit. Everything's got the makings. They got Jordan Addison, who's been looking great as a he's been look been awesome as a rookie, as a decoy. You got Hawkinson, who the Lions are going to game plan against, given that they have a history with them. And I think this is the week Jefferson finally explodes and gets back to how he was the first couple of weeks of the season and shows who he is. Next, tight end Jake Ferguson. He's been a revelation for the Dallas offense this year. I think Ferguson is a must start at this point, and this week in particular versus Miami. He can be a crucial component to that offense. I think he's the he's a guy that they're going to throw the ball a decent amount. Miami likely is going to score a lot, so it's going to be a, a fast-paced game. I could see Ferguson having you know seven, eight catches, eighty yards, and a TD, which is a very good number for a tight end. So I, he's a guy I'd start unless I had someone dominant ahead of him. If you have Ferguson and Hawkinson, I'm starting Ferguson. Maybe even Ferguson over Laporta. I definitely, I'd start Kelsey over him and a few other guys that are super hot right now, but I really like Ferguson. And then kicker, I got Jake Elliott. He's been very, he's had a very solid season. He's one of the top kickers. I think the Eagles are going to move the ball a ton. My hunch is the Giants will do a credible job stalling the Eagles in a, a few times in the field goal range, giving Elliott two or three field goals, plus they're going to score some touchdowns. So I think he's a safe bet to have double digit points this week. Okay. That's my calls this week. I hope wish you all the best. I hope you all have a great fantasy week 16. I wish everyone can win, although that's not realistic as we all know. So on that note, have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye. Before we leave, let me tell you a little something. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. 
funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Uh, I said uptown 